my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves i could get a fish for a five cent worm oh you're paying way too much for worms man who's your worm guy mr gorbachev tear down this wall and the show started hi yeah. welcome gypsy so- son of a bitch burned us <laughs> yeah that's funny. Do you, you know what that episode is, Nick? Of course. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite Sunday episodes. Uh, Nick Russo has joined us. Uh, Nick Russo, uh, Chubstep aficionado, um, Chubstep quarterly. That's the magazine he runs. So, That's Nick, right. uh, you, <laughs> you're, uh, you've been brought up in the show a lot recently because of your interactions with the Facebook Chicago suburb group, what's happening in St. Charles? That's true. Part of my quarantine hobbies, <laughs> keeping busy. <laughs> so I have a theory behind why you've become more involved with it than some other people. And is it because it's really like a no-lose situation for you? You have no connection to the town <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's like... That's that's definitely part of it. You know, there's times where I hold back on stuff. And it's because like, well, my mom and dad still live around there. Like my mom kind of works in the area. Like I'm not gonna, you know, I can't, it's only so far I can go with things. I got family in the area where yeah. somebody looks up things where you on the other hand have no, you know, there's no ramifications for, for anything <laughs> that you say. Because the only people I know in St. Charles are some of my biggest supporters. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so <laughs> Steed has lived in St. Charles. I've lived in St. Charles. What, based on your Based on just what you see on Facebook in a Facebook group, basically mostly moms, I would say, uh, what seems to be, I don't know, some, what are some of the themes that you see in St. Charles? What are people into? Mushrooms. Okay, yep. <laughs> no, um, who's in their dogs? We all know what Wahlburgers yeah, is we've the talked, jewel of we've, the page. Exactly. We've talked a lot about Wahlburgers on the show, way more than we should have. We've, we've beaten that dead horse. And you, and just to be clear, I you think have, birds are starting to become a big thing. Yeah. You, but you, just that, to get back to Wahlburgers, you've had Wahlburgers. You're not that impressed, right? Uh, I, I liked it. It was not above um, Shake Shack for me, but it was nice. Okay. Okay. It was okay. The St. Charles Wahlburgers, right? True, I haven't. I've not been oh. to that one. That could be <laughs> yeah. a game changer. Yeah, because Donnie Donnie lives here, so it's probably pretty good. Yeah, and it's beef from neighboring Batavia. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> good reference. Good reference. So, and then you're talking about birds, Nick. <laughs> birds. What are you noticing with that? I forgot his name, Dave. I think <laughs> big bird poster. Oh, Dave is a huge bird poster. Me and me and Trevor talk about it separately. He posts pictures of. <laughs> Bald skull, like daily. He's a huge bird posting guy. Yeah, I've seen him on the side of the road taking bird pics. Before. No, you have not. Yes, I have. That's, so, that's big so Nick has found some random guy on this Facebook group that posts a lot of bird pictures and then makes references to him on the. <laughs> 
just offline, yeah. Just offline, yeah. Offline and online. I mean, you've tagged him in some things. True. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was one of my most liked comments, not yeah. to my own horn. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff that happens out there that we don't talk about. Anything else that stands out to you, Nick? Like someone posted, um, just walked by this. It was either their own backyard or their neighbors where they, they posted this beautiful, like, uh, lawn art and flower beds and stuff and they were like does anyone know how I can do this for my own house and I was I was like how did you get this amazing picture of my lawn oh yeah uh, I'm, I'm really proud of it oh. <laughs> <laughs> well the one I think one that you posted that cracked me up more than anything in, in St. Charles every year there's a big scarecrow fest oh, and, you yes. found this, and you found this clearly watermarked picture <laughs> Get Getty images or something. Getty images, yeah. And you're like, hey, check out my my uh, scarecrow. And they, it was so good that the Getty images used the photo for their website. <laughs> exactly. And people just took it – well, because I commented about how I'll miss it this year yeah. with COVID. And people just took it seriously, like yeah. explaining what the COVID restrictions will be. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> similar, similar to when I got my post taken off of the page by – Posting a picture from Saint from Scarecrow Fest last year, but I cropped out all of the tents, so you couldn't see the tents. You could just see a bunch of crowds, and said, "Can't oh. believe how crowded it is during this quarantine." And it was like right during the start of the lockdown yeah. thing, and people freaked out, and the post got taken down. But it was similar vein of, <laughs> of using a bullshit Scarecrow Fest thing. Um, yeah, I knew you you did that. I didn't know it was Scarecrow. Fest yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact. Fun like, fact for I feel like people. I cheated. So. Nick, you said you have some. Have you picked up other hobbies during this past couple of months? Uh, puzzles. I'm getting into puzzles a little bit. Okay. Especially because I get to listen to podcasts or or like music during it. Yeah. And not not be too occupied with other things. Sure. Do you do nice. full size puzzles, children's puzzles? I go five five hundred PC or one thousand sometimes. Classic five hundo. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm in the puzzle game. On, whipped it out. Full on? Full on. Whipped it out? Yeah, whipped it out. Yeah. In the bar, in the middle of this bar. <laughs> uh, what? That's uh, a Pat, Pat reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not here, so I need to, oh. <laughs> I need you're to gonna, beat him. You're going to fill it as drops. Yeah. Why don't? Why is it all like 500 or 1,000 piece puzzles? Like, when are we going to get a more you know unique, like a 649 or something? It's a good question. I would love to see if there's even more than I bet there is bigger ones than a thousand out there, but I haven't seen it. it hasn't crossed my radar. See, people think you're limited because it's square. Squares have four sides. You'd think you'd need an equal number of puzzle pieces, but I'm I think it, Jared's right. You need to design a puzzle with an odd number of pieces. Oh, totally. I, Sell it to people so as all inclusive. We're gonna be rich. I have I have a question or a comment, I guess. Have you guys ever had a bad experience with the puzzle? Yes. This this quarantine. What happened? <laughs> I've been gifted one or two personalized puzzles, like yes. from Etsy. Yes. It's kind of a common thing now. Yes. Um, and the it was one the image that was chosen was difficult to to puzzleify it. Yes. Dark landscape no. backgrounds that are hard to to piece together. Yes, and then the the photo was totally zoomed in more so than the original five by seven or whatever the photo was that was used <laughs> as the source. Yeah, 
So, so it's, it's dimensions were off. It wasn't good. Dimensions <laughs> off. It didn't fit well. I had the exact same thing happen, Nick, with a... Uh, so I got for Valentine's Day, it was it was Valentine's Day or my girlfriend's birthday like a year and a half ago. I got a puzzle that was supposed to be like, you just type in the address of where you met that person that said we met here. And it's like a puzzle of the of the area of where you met. Right. Aww. So I met her on the water, uh, like off of, in Lake Michigan. So like right on the side of. You know, there was like the city and then it's like right off the right in the, you know, right next to Chicago. But yeah. half of half of the map is going to be in the water. So they made no like way to differentiate any part of the half of the map that was in the water. It was just one <laughs> solid section of blue with no lines or no like it wasn't waves. It was like a map. It was like a Google Maps, not like a <laughs> yeah, it's just blue. Yeah, it was literally just the same color of blue for half of the map. And I said, you guys, please look at this before you send it to me because you know this is impossible. <laughs> and I, we even we even separated out. So we were able to get like, I don't know, two-thirds of it done. And then the last third, I said, look at these pieces. There was like – and we put them in piles like, hey, here's all the ones with four corners. These are all – Almost exactly the same, but they have no different, you know, like they don't fit exactly together. And they're they're And I'm like, this is so stupid. So I gave them a one star review. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I complained. Because you ordered a water picture. That's not No, because they should. They have if they if they know there's a big section of water, they have to have something that makes it look different. It literally was, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred pieces of the exact same color. And you're <laughs> like, yeah, I could spend another two weeks probably <laughs> trying to figure this out, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, anyway, so that was my Never puzzle. Yeah. Okay. You can't do a puzzle, Jared. I'm not That's skilled enough. Line. I'm an amateur. Yeah. I am a chubstep Greg in the streets, but a little Stevie in the sheets, so I can do any puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference. Good reference, Nick. Thank you. Nick, was there some top while you're on? Cause I know, you know, you're not on all the time. So what are some, is there some things you wanted to get to? Um, yeah, a couple things about my dad. Sure. Uh, for, for one, his email address is Paul's last name. So that's cool. Yeah. What? Because my dad's name is Tom. Oh, so oh. T. Russo <laughs> underscore one. Oh, that's fun. Russo. Yep. And then my name is Nick. So it's very similar to your brother, right? Yeah. What's with your family stealing my family's identity? Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. <laughs> yes. The, the Russo army. Out people dating back multiple generations i think we're the same family but i went to ellis island or my, my i didn't but my great great grandparents did and they, they said drop the t you'll have more success in business <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right well we're gonna now have to compare our family's net worth and see if exactly, that exactly. is statistically right so gather all your people have them send me their Social security number and bank information. <laughs> okay, perfect. Credit card number so I can verify debts. And then, <laughs> yeah. We'll do a full audit on this thing. It'll be perfect. Yeah, just make sure you get them that all. You know, Steve will handle it, Nick. So I want yeah. don't worry about getting yeah. his stuff from his family. He'll handle it all. Sure. <laughs> the cops, yeah, we don't need to. Yeah. Would be so confused. <laughs> Truso, <laughs> Truso robs Russo. 
That's the headline that everybody's been waiting for. There would be so many misspellings in the uh, the newspaper articles in it. People would just get it. It would be all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Double Nick. It would be best if I had my brother in on it. Even better. Yeah. Cops got enough to deal with with all the mass uh, ritual murders in Tanzania. But we'll touch on that later. <laughs> oh, teaser. Oh, teaser. The, just the other thing about my dad, I'm, I wonder if there's a follow-up on his Facebook wish for you for your birthday. What did I he... think he said HBD Jared, and you said prove it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I remember. I remember writing some comment to him. I can't remember what it was, but I re- I do remember replying something sassy to your dad. Yeah, because I had to get him back because if people don't know this and listen to this, but I had tried adding your dad on Facebook for I had a pending request from your dad for like a year. And he did not add me as a friend, so I had to get some sort of way to, you know, I slowly try to get him back a little bit every time. Yeah, that's been long studied by all Chubstep historians. Yeah. That incident. This is about the thrill of wearing another man's skin, feeling his innermost wants and desires, and being in control of his every single move. That's how you get off. Now, don't you guys want to get off with me? Nick, there's a topic I wanted to bring up with you. You're a a movie guy, but you're also a, a music guy. Would you say so? Yep, I'm a textile as well. But yeah, know. I know you're a textile. I didn't even <laughs> want to get into that, but you, I, I know for a fact you're a textile. Unfortunately, I don't know many people that aren't textiles, but <laughs> um, <laughs> that show is so bad. But uh, are you guys familiar with Richie Valens? I want to talk about Richie Valens. Richie Valens? Richie Valens. Do you know the song La Bamba? Yeah, I know La Bamba. Yeah, La Bamba. Oh, there's a La Bamba movie. La Bamba movie. And, okay, so what this came up because I did watch it the other day. Um, and I'd actually seen it in my youth. So I had seen it before, but I kind of, it was good to get a refresher. Uh, and kind of, Lou Diamond Phillips stars in it as Richie Valens. He's the singer of La Bamba. Anyway, the song La Bamba that, that people are most familiar with. Uh, was actually a like a Mexican folk song that he just made into like a rock version of it. He didn't even speak. He was Mexican, but he didn't even speak um, Spanish, which was mm. interesting. Thinking <laughs> that his most famous song was all in Spanish. He didn't even speak the language. Here's what's pretty crazy <laughs> about him. So people know the song La Bamba. Some other big songs he had is um, We Belong Together. No, that's got to be a song. Not the... That's uh, Mariah Carey. We belong together. No, not that one. Um... That's not it. You would know this. You would definitely know like all these songs if you heard them. He had a song called Donna. I don't know if you ever heard Donna. Oh, Donna. <laughs> okay. That sounds that, familiar. That's one. I like anyway, your version of it. <laughs> then he has um, Come On, Come On, Let's Go, Little Darling. I don't know if you ever heard that one. Anyway, there's a few of these songs. Listen, to, there's like he has four songs that I think were actually very quality songs for the time. You'll have to check out that song. Your own. I don't think I can legally play it on here. But Richie Valens, we belong to You've definitely heard the song. Anyway, the guy had these four big songs that he was kind of discovered. He was discovered when he was 16. He was still in high school. So wow. when he was discovered, he had had this traumatic thing happen earlier in his life where when he was in middle school, two planes had actually crashed into each other above his middle school. The planes had fallen on a bunch of middle schoolers that were in recess. He, his best friend died in this, like, Jeez. so crazy enough to have two planes randomly crash into each other. Like, that seems like that's almost impossible, which how much airspace there is. 
it goes a bunch above a middle school too. And then on top of that, it goes above a middle school. It falls on the kids while they're at recess. They happen to be outside at recess. Right. So it's just a bunch of crazy things. Richie ends up not being there that day because his grandfather had died and he was at the funeral. Wow. But he would have been outside with the other kids at recess. His best friend died. So he had this whole fear his whole life that he was going to die in a plane crash. So he was like, he was like freaking out. He hated being on planes. He would have this reoccurring dream where he would wake up of this plane crash and he was going to die. And he kept thinking he was going to die. Anyway. He gets discovered. He has these songs. I think two of them are like top songs in the nation. I think La Bamba and Donna were like top songs um, in like 1957, uh, like, you know, chart toppers. But the whole album was was a, like a chart topper. But anyway, eight months after he's discovered, he releases his one album. He's on tour. He's touring around with in like Iowa, kind of northern parts. He did a bunch of different places. But this time he was in like Iowa going to Minnesota, I think. And he was with By uh, car, I presume. So it was by car, but the bus ends up having a heater, a malfunction on the bus. So him and he's with, he's with Buddy Holly. Do you know Buddy Holly? I know you've probably heard that name from the Weezer song, but but Buddy Holly actually um, had a really, had a a couple of really good songs. We go back and listen. There's a lot of stuff where you can tell, obviously it's very fifties music, but you can tell there's a very high quality of like, some lyrics, some like melodies, a lot of things you can tell. Like I can definitely get, get the Beatles got some stuff from Buddy Holly because there's definitely a lot of influence there. Yeah, <clears throat> but Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue. I don't like Peggy Sue as much, but that's a good one. But his other big one is um, Every Day, Every Day. You've definitely heard the song Every Day by Buddy Holly if you play it. Anyway, so 19, Every day. 1959, they get on this plane. This is only eight months after Richie Valens has been discovered, and they get in the plane. It's freezing uh-huh. out, and the plane crashes. And him, buddy, like Richie Valens, Buddy Holly, who's only 22, uh, the big bopper who had one big hit song. Honestly, it was not a good song. Um, And then the pilot die. All four of these guys die. They make a song to remember that. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the song, The Day the Music Died, singing Bye Bye Miss American Pie. Bye Bye Miss American Pie. Yes. Yep. That's about that. That, But I didn't know that. Yes. Valens was on it. That Richie Valens was on that with Buddy Holly. So that song is about the day they died. Anyway, this, so I've, so when I started doing the deep dive on it, it's pretty crazy that he went through that experience where like he was, you know, that he kept thinking he was going to die in a plane. He ends up dying on a plane only eight months after he yeah, had this. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, only eight months after he had this huge album. You know, like he was literally on his first, he didn't have time to record more music. He dies on his first tour. And it would be kind of like, to put that in perspective, it would basically be like if uh, Billie Eilish died on a plane crash right now. Right? And Somebody she was, was scared of planes. Yeah. If she had a traumatic plane accident yeah. from her childhood. I know what you mean. Yeah. But but Richie Valens is even younger than, died younger than Billie Eilish is right now. You know, How old like, is Billie Eilish? I thought she was like She's 17. 18 now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's just what i'm gonna it's kind of a crazy thing that i didn't really know because it was so long ago you know it was like 1959 Same. so i didn't, didn't really know about it but uh pretty crazy little i it's a big it's a big what if they talk about big what ifs in uh in sports right like what if derrick rose didn't get injured uh what yeah, if exactly. joe webb had had a starting spot all of those years and all of the teams they ever played on <laughs> things like that so this is me to me one of the biggest what ifs in music what if him and Buddy Holly had not died that young. Wow. 
Well, a real sad one would be what would Chadwick Boseman continue to do the rest of his career? That's another one. He would just a guy who tragically passed away. A career. He was not very young, well, relatively young, but um, he, he had plenty of career left in him. I think there is a ton of actors you could deep dive that into, Nick, for sure. He's one of them. Yeah. There's so many actors that have just oh, yeah. died of OD. I just don't feel like it happens as much with musicians. There's a Correct. lot. Of, and it doesn't, not as much as it used to, like the, the 60s when it, all the people died at 27. Exactly, exactly. Or even, you know, you could go with um, Amy Winehouse or somebody like that. Obviously, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. But this is, this guy's 10 years younger than Amy Winehouse was when she died. Oh, yeah. You know. Amy. So, anyway, there's just some thought. Uh was there other stuff you wanted to get to, Nick? Um, only thing was that I did a little wee bit of trap shooting over the weekend. I know oh, you're a nice. fan of that. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, I won. Okay, here's here's the thing. Yeah. Last the week before, I went to a memorial golf outing that I go to once a year, and that's the only time I golf every year. Yes. Uh, a notable moment was though that I fixed my own divot on a uh, putting. On the green for the first time. Nice. Never, had, never hit the green. So <laughs> yes. Had to do that. <laughs> had to do that. It's a good sign. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I did better this year than I, years past. But the nice. best part was winning the raffle. It was insane. I spent 20 bucks and I won a brand new smoker, a Smoky Joe little grill. Nice. And a 410 shotgun. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, quite, that's a good deal. Yeah, and some like golf balls and uh, lawn chairs and like smaller things. <laughs> you could Jeez. shoot. You could sit in your lawn chair, shoot the golf balls while you're smoking <laughs> some meats. Yeah, get the use smoking, out of all smoking meats. Smoking meats, <laughs> large yeah. black meat stick. Uh, yeah, so I got to shoot the shotgun up north with my in-laws, and that was fun. That is uh, very patriotic on the Labor Day to be shooting guns. I'd say. Yeah, for the laborers. As long as you like start yelling out some, you know, like synergy or corporate terms while you're shooting. I love unions. Yeah, I love <laughs> unions. <laughs> Strike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just anything um <clears throat> Nick, I did notice though that when you're doing the uh the shooting, the shotguns, it looked like a gender reveal gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tough timing with that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have service up there, so I didn't know that that it happened until we were on our way home. That's fair. That's but I fair. decided to continue with my post. I thought it would be okay. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. Nick, I wanted, I didn't want to necessarily review a Billy Bob Thornton movie today, but I wanted to ask you, kind of your thoughts on Billy Bob and what your favorite Billy Bob Thornton movie is. Yeah. Good question, because I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. I've seen more Goldblum for sure. Yeah. Um, my favorite piece of media that he's done is Fargo. Yeah. The show. Yeah, that's a that, that season is fantastic. I see that he's had at least four wives, so that's interesting. Yeah, personal life wise, that's a good one. <laughs> I feel like if you're in Hollywood, you're good for at least two. Yeah, that's almost a guarantee. But yeah, let me think. Um, I I actually haven't even seen like Bad Santa, which I know is good. Yeah, Bad Santa's good in the in the non traditional good way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not high. It's better than most Christmas movies, though. Yes, so yes. You might be able to pull it off around Christmas. I'd say so. 
What's the one where he's a small town Middle America kind of guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the one where he has an accent where he's from a small yeah it's where he's from the south? Yeah. <laughs> What's the movie where his name is oh, Billy Bob? Know he's also in... the movie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't you know just... he's in in a uh, Dead Man, which I want to see. So maybe I'll watch that someday and we can review it. Okay. Have you seen Sling Blade? Oh no, that's high on my list to watch. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen that. It's uh, I know. You know Academy Award winner. Um, exactly. And he wrote and directed it and starred in it, which can sometimes really backfire. You see what happens a lot, just what I see in the film world is if people try to do too much sometimes, then there's other parts that fall through. Like they're not, you know, there's a reason yeah. there's the director's not usually the main actor because they're not able to see themselves in a, you know, unbiased perspective. So there's always that. Hundred percent. Act the way. Could be wrong for the movie. Yeah, could be wrong for the movie. Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Perfect example. He should cry more in those. (laughs) Did he? Does he direct (laughs) the Mission Impossibles? Does he? Does he not? I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I thought those his movies. Never mind. (laughs) Well, either way, he should be more sensitive. Yeah, that's true. He should be more sensitive. That's a really good point. I'm looking at I'm looking at Bob's filmography. Okay. Filmography, Jared. There's some real trash here that you got to get through. Oh, I know it. Not for a while you can, monkey boy. I have you guys ever see those signs driving around the "We Buy Houses" signs? Yes. Would you ever trust? Who's got that much cash? Flying well, around? first of all, who's got that much cash? They always say "We Buy Houses" cash too. A lot of times they'll say that, but it's like they've got enough cash to buy your house, but they don't have enough cash to make a professional sign that's not just hand drawn with shitty handwriting. You're damn right. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every time I see it, it looks like, like I would never, I know my handwriting is so bad that I would never put a sign where anybody could read it. We're more, any more than one person is going to read this. I'm going to get somebody else to Same. write this. <laughs> but it, it would be like if I was just like, yeah, I'm going to put up these professional signs that just look terrible. And that's why they don't look they, like I would never try. I don't know who's calling these people or like I see a lot of signs like in downtown Chicago is like, um, you know, make 10 grand a month and it'll be some sign which just some guy looks like he yeah. hand wrote with a sharpie holding it like backwards <laughs> what do you like they write it like this <laughs> yeah and i'm like yes this guy has the secret to making 10k a month you gonna pay I, me <laughs> but can't, but can't legibly write yeah. a full sign what am i missing there yeah i've seen those never taken anyone up on their offer to that's the thing my house but maybe i'm missing out on something maybe the guy just you know he's just so focused on the money he doesn't have the creative aspect yeah, if he had good signs, he'd have he'd get too much, too many people coming in. That's the thing, and maybe so. Maybe I'm just missing out, but I don't know. I yeah. feel like. Well, there's all the Polish made signs yes. out near us. Have you seen those? Uh, no, I've not seen the Polish maids one this much. It says like Polish maids, and they're like all over. It just says the Polish maids and a phone number. Interesting. So, one of my friends called it. Yeah. To see, like, because they thought it was like a weird prostitution business. Okay, like definitely, it seems it looks it looks shady. It looks shady. It's like one of those when you pass those. Uh, there was that, and so Nick in St. Charles, just a side story. In St. Charles, there was a very shady looking massage parlor that was not downtown, but a little bit north of downtown, and uh, it was always like, oh, that looks so shady. There's no way people get massages in there. And sure enough, yeah, like a couple months, you know, I don't know, it was maybe like a year ago, it got busted for you know. Big prostitution time. type stuff. 
sex work type stuff. Last year I searched um, Milwaukee massage parlors, happy endings only. And I didn't find anything good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Both of them? You got to research. Were you the, yeah, uh, I got to figure out how to, how to find those places. You got to talk to Not Robert for me, Kraft. For my friend who was asking. Well, so if you just walk in and get a normal massage, then you get the intel. Oh, I see. So, so you got to go on. And if they start doing crazy stuff, just lie there and pretend you don't speak English. <laughs> and they can't charge you. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> Why don't I just do that in every restaurant I go into? No, no, no. They can't. Um, like, the police can't charge you with a crime. <laughs> Is that true? Is that how that works? what she's saying so you never agreed to the services i see there's so no, you were just nodding your head there's no yes, legal contract there but you didn't know what you were nodding your head to it's, and then some stuff started happening it's non-binding you didn't know what was binding what wasn't binding I see. other than your wiener <laughs> that's definitely binding yeah it's definitely <laughs> binding yeah let's see we'll see how that holds up in court seat i think it's a good argument that to me it is <laughs> That's all so, that matters. I just posted in St. Charles a screenshot of my face in this message here, or this chat. <laughs> I said, on a podcast right now, what do you think we're talking about? Wrong answers only. <laughs> 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 it's just my face, don't worry. Oh my god. <laughs> and your uh, name is Nick Russo. People are going to think you're my brother. <laughs> true, true. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, Nick, what would, uh, let's have some listener complaints about the show. What are some things you'd like to change? I want just once when you say, Pat, do you have anything to add? I want him to add something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Actually, my favorite was like last week or the week before when you asked him that and he said, no, because when Paul says something, I just start tuning him out. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if you said that meaning to be funny with it, but I found it to be very funny. It was. I think. He, I thought I it think was he funny. Meant it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Yes. Uh, yes. He will be missed. Um, no, I think the guests have been great lately. Shout out Chubstep Rosalie. Um, keeps us, you know, grounded. Really. Oh yeah. I would like to hear from the harsh barter that's out fighting um, fire. Oh, that's a very good point. I'll ask him. Yeah, I get. So right now I have a cousin that's out in. He keeps moving from state to state. I think he's actually in Colorado right now, but he's keeps fighting forest fires, uh, which is just kind of crazy. Basically go and, and what's crazy about it is that he tried to show my parents. He's like, Hey guys, this is what I'm doing. There's this movie about forest fighter guys, like that would fight forest fires. And it was about the Arizona guys like six years ago that died doing it. And like they got caught in the middle of this thing. My mom's like, why is this the example you're using to show me what you're doing? All these guys die. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not yeah. like, you know, it's definitely not risk-free, but they basically just do things. And it's crazy. What I, I guess you don't realize living in the area we live in, Nick and Paul, is that there is like constantly forest fire. We hear about the big ones on the West Coast, right? Sometimes you'll hear about like, oh, this guy, yeah. like. We, there was just 7,000 acres burnt down because of some guy uh, did a did a gender reveal gone wrong. And, but that's not the first time that's happened. That happened in Arizona not that long ago. The, you'll see here about the big ones. But, like, there is always one constantly going on on the West Coast somewhere. Like, I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, it's so si- dry out there. It is so dry out there. The size varies. 
it's just kind of crazy where, you know, it's not even a factor. We don't even think about an actual, like, big-term fire. Where we people have their house yeah. on fire every once in a while, but you're not thinking about oh, this whole place yeah. is going to catch over on fire. Does the opposite, the opposite of WAP out there. That's true. Yeah. Stop. Dry ass. Right? Dry ass property. Yeah. Dry ass. Dry ass property is so good. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so. All right. All right, boys. Yeah. Gotta head out. Sounds good, Nick. I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, thank you a lot, and we're we're about to wrap it up too. So thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Excellent. Bye. Bye. Years later. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Yeah, quick Tanzania news okay. update. Let's hear it. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. All right, this is a wild one. Yeah. So we've gotten into human sacrificing before. Yeah. Ritual murders. Good, yeah. So there's, a, there's actually a bill in Tanzanian parliament right now. Um, the finance ministry just delayed it. But it wants to officially, I guess, criminalize human sacrifice. Hmm. Or ritual murder, as they call it. I don't know about that one. So, right now it's technically illegal. Okay. Because you can get char- uh, charged for murder or manslaughter okay. from doing it, but usually you don't actually um, get charged, like, at all. Okay. So you just get no sentence for the ritual murder. So if you wanted, um, so if you wanted to murder somebody and get away with it, basically, you would basically just set it up in a way where you were ritualistically doing it yeah yeah pretty much that's that's what this is looking like right now so the team the civil society fraternity yeah uh they're they're getting in parliament yeah and they're saying we want no more of this we're done done with human sacrifice so they were gonna do it but then they had some clause in there which uh had like some crazy cost implication so the finance ministry shut that bill down. They were like, why do we have to pay money? Yeah. Shut it down. Looks like it's back on track. So they're hoping for it to be a crime before this election year or whatever in Tanzania because all the political people who want like uh, are running for office, like not just the bulldog, but other people were, um, they sacrificed children what does it say? Because they shed evil, sp- they shed the blood for evil spirits, so that the voters, you know, it helps. It helps them win. Well, that that part is true. I mean, that's like just that's just polling one hundred and one. Yeah, that's polling one hundred and one. Uh, the evil spirits. If you sacrifice a kid, then they leave your campaign alone. Yes, and that. And last uh, election, there was forty six cases of children who were ritually murdered. Okay. If we could get that number down, I'd say that's probably a positive. That's what people are saying. Yes. That's what, and it's good. Most of the politicians agree. Yeah. Um, 
So this could be more, uh, you know, just r the Tanzanian rumor mill because a quick search of the sacrifices, uh, it says that musicians also do this to turn yeah. their songs uh, into hit songs. Yeah. They have boring song, uh, ritual, murder, boom, hit song. Drake's been doing that for years and, and like nobody has batted an eye at it. And so, like, that's, I guess that's the part that bothers me a little bit is that I get that it's a big topic now with the election coming up. I would go ahead and say that Magafuli is probably pro it if he won the last election. He would probably be pro whatever got him there, right? But I would say, I mean, just from an unbiased perspective, I'm going to try stepping back from this. Let's probably leave the kids out of it. I would say. I am definitely on the team of the civil society fraternity. Yes. I, I'm i okay taking that position as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want to speak for Pat, but I think Pat would also be on civil society fraternity um, team. I, yeah. And that's where I'm actually not as sure as you. Uh, so, I mean, I would hope, but we don't know for sure. And I don't he want to put that, words in his mouth. How do you win that one election? Student council. That's true. 12 years ago. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. So <laughs> anyway, if they can, I think let's go ahead and yeah, leave the kids out of it. Uh, maybe just go ahead and just do the voting thing or like, you know, advertising and. Yeah, it's more like campaigning. Well, that's, and here's put. Just, go just go on YouTube and write yeah. a message, you know, hey, I'm running for uh, alderman instead of, you know. Eating an albino child. So smear campaigns, people complain about in the U.S., but I feel like that's nothing in comparison to this. So maybe just to put things in perspective, uh, yeah, it's annoying seeing just the constant thing of, hey, this person's a liar and this person cheated and this person did this, you know, constantly back and forth. And you hear it on both sides. So you're like, OK, everybody sucks. But it's better than seeing just kids being murdered so that they win in an election. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, so they'll get they will get more ads, like worse ads. But yeah, I think it's worth it's definitely worth the cost. Yeah, I agree. But also, maybe they need to open up the media a little bit there because I know they are restrictive. I'm sure there's nothing allowed that would be bashing Magafuli. So maybe it's people that hate Magafuli. They can't use the media, so children are the only way. It's not the right way, though. I'm going to say anti. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually going to just reiterate our pro Magafuli stance. Okay. Yeah. Every time we we bring up Magafuli, I, I don't want him to take our what we say the wrong way. Yes, of course, of course. Um, we, are, we are pro Magafuli. Yes, we are a pro Magafuli <laughs> podcast and anti children sacrifice. Any person sacrifice, yeah. really. You can you can do both. Yeah, you can be both, and I think he would be okay with that. Uh, that's a good Tanzania news, Steve. Good update. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll wrap it up there. We got some emails. I'm going to save them for when uh, Pat's with us. Thank you for Nick Russo for being on the show. Big Thank bird you. guy. Um, huge bird guy. Huge bird guy. So new episodes every Thursday. Rate the show on iTunes. Steed. Uh, Steed underscore Palomino. Steed, how's Steed Swallows doing? We're up to three posts now, but okay. I have way more Instagram followers than I have posts. Okay. So we're doing great. We're doing great. That's doing great. Keep that ratio right there. Yeah, it's a good ratio. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, 
and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.